0: This episode of Driven Miles Podcast is brought to you by Chef Randall's Fusion Cuisine. Explore a mix of cultures through food. For catering, visit chefrandallbenjamin.com and follow on Instagram at chefrandallbenjamin. Enjoy the show. <music> Podcast. This is Franz Bowman. This is Trav Weeks. Yes, sir. Happy, uh, happy Sunday. We in the building. We have a special guest in the building today. Mm -hmm. The founder of Blossom Ms. Diamond Williamson.
1: Hello, hello.
2: Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Snaps Snaps and and claps. claps. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know, uh, here at Driven Mom, we like to you know, feature who we feel are future moguls. I don't even call them future moguls. I call them, like, moguls now because I see it. You know what I mean? And um, this woman is um, embarking on a uh, uh, a really amazing um, media empire. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You know, and uh, I'll, let you, I'll let her speak more about it. Please just tell the people, you know, what is... um. What is Blossom?
1: Yeah, So Blossom is a subscription video on demand platform for women of color to find content they want to watch based on their mood and their interests. So mm-hmm. when we say women of color, specifically right now, we're talking about black and Latina women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the goal is for them to be able to just find things based on how, how we're feeling. Because when we go to platforms, sometimes we get overloaded with with content. Mm-hmm. And then we get overwhelmed and we're like, yo, I can't find nothing to watch. Like, this mm-hmm. is not matching. Especially um, stuff that relates
2: to us. Yeah, like,
1: and, and you spend so much time, and you sometimes you end up wasting time trying to find something to watch when you really know what you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, I'm, I'm in the mood to laugh. right? And that's where the whole concept of finding content based on your mood and interest happened. And then through customer discovery, that's what we discovered
2: absolutely you know what's so interesting about that I'm not gonna name the so live, but it's certain like uh, um, um, content platforms yeah. that I've been on and I legit like I legit look at all the content because you know they be having them lined up yeah 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 and I would look at it and be like don't relate to this line. Don't relate right. to Right, and line.
1: just because I watch this. this doesn't mean I like this. Exactly. Okay, you know like it doesn't. Netflix so,
2: is terrible for that. Yeah. And you just <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, just you say, know, it's yeah. funny, I mean, it's That's funny, mean, you're stuff. gonna, like when we,
1: when we pitch, like we know Netflix is a competitor, right? right like absolutely. just because they are who they are, <laughs> but at the end of the day, they yeah. serve general content to a general audience. Yeah. Their true intention is to be able to touch everybody. Yeah. Like right. every single person. Yeah. We're, our, our intention is to not, right? Exactly. So, but i Okay,
2: like yo, this they they don't look like me. This, none of these, none of this feels like us. Right, right, feel, right, I can't, you know, I don't see I don't, a lot of kind of. I just don't see reasons to invest my time and attention into. So for okay. you to like take it upon yourself to build that platform. When did that first start? When did it come to you, like? Yeah. You know, like okay, I need to take this out. Of
1: yeah, so I got to go back just a little because I, I I actually started out on YouTube. Like I exactly. saw Oprah and I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm trying to like talk to millennials about spiritual stuff and you know how like spirituality is changing our life and so I started making these YouTube videos and they're online Diamond Williamson on YouTube if you want to look at them and I'm just talking about like different ways I was inspired and different books I'm reading and talking to Beyonce's biggest fans I mean it was great like I had my own show but then I wanted to get serious about it and end up meeting somebody who worked at TLC um, television network nice. and so she put me in contact with some people at Chris knows best um, and so I started my work in production because for me that meant okay well if I know the behind the scenes because Absolutely. I learned that you know Like, I tried to look at who had already done it. So Oprah did news, and that's how she made her way. So I tried news, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is a no. It's boring. Mm -hmm. And then I tried um, producing because I saw that Matt Lauer was a producer, and that's how Mm -hmm. he got on camera. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was my path. So I ended up working at USA, VH1, TV1, and I really got into this circle of, like, very, like, they're great people, right? But, like, the content they're producing is... You know, really responsible for the negative narratives that we see for women of color. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm genuinely back there, like, creating drama amongst black women, and I hated it. It was depressing. Wow. And so, um, quit reality. Cool. And... You know God is good, and I got a call to work on Eon to fix my life, which like completely changed my life. Um, But there is where I also realized, like you know what, I want to like create content like this, empowering. I want to go back to this, create content. But now I got some professional experience, so I put that together. I've worked with entrepreneurs before, so I wasn't afraid to start anything or do anything. You're very fearless. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to fear less. I mean, that's like what I'm working on, but. Yeah, I just started to Blossom after all of that, as a way for number one me to be able to like have all my content in one place. Mm-hmm. And I started to meet people and tell people about it. They were like, "I want to put my content like," wow. and it really grew into this opportunity for two things. You know, women to see themselves and watch content, but also for content creators to be able to distribute you know their work so they can like kind of meet in one place. Yeah.
0: Being on the, the back end and, and having the opportunity to work at all these um, networks, what are some of the bottlenecks that you found yeah. that, that were created that prevent um, those other narratives from being told?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the same executive producers stay there. Mm. Like they stay there, so you can't really grow. And, you know, it's like, to even, pr- so these these, there's executive producers, and they're the ones that have the deals with the Um, So they're the ones that get to create the content, put new shows out. So if Mm -hmm. these are the same executive producers pitching show ideas, they're going to get them. And so it makes it harder for somebody like me who may have a good show idea to actually get on air because, you know, it has to be relationship-based and Mm -hmm. there's no place for me to grow because people get on these shows and they'll stay forever and ever and ever. And then... It's just tough like you probably would have had to start years ago mm. honestly or you you lucky like Issa Rae, um but, yeah. or you become like lean away then you work your way
0: up but mm-hmm.
1: i didn't want to do that mm.
0: what's what's that process like i mean I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are going to be listening to this that would like to know what the process is from idea to screen yeah so on the back end could you give us like a, a brief
1: yeah so for idea to screen in which way like television uh, well yeah television. yeah I mean it's a beast I really couldn't tell you cuz I know I haven't had a show okay. on air but I did work for a development company and when you create you do a lot of developing because mm-hmm. you may have an idea and the network is like how do we get it to this how do we get it to this no let's cut it to six episodes let's make it 30 minutes where's the drama like Mm -hmm. I've spent probably six months just developing one show that still isn't on air that Mm -hmm. was like four years ago you know and And a lot of times they want to see the same stuff from the same people So like they want to see Candy have her own show They want to see Nene have her own show Like they Mm -hmm. want because they know it works It's Mm -hmm. very unfortunate Um, They don't take a lot of risks unless you know Now you can prove your case because you got a lot of social media followers But you know I mean it's just like I can't tell you how to actually get on air, but I know it takes a lot of development work, and you mm-hmm. have to like be patient for
0: that. Absolutely, yeah, no. oh, sorry, bro. No. I mean, like you know, creativity, and I think this is this is something I always hear echo you know, from my peers is that, like for example, I just saw an ad for like Jersey Shore is coming back, see, and it's like, see, where and and people are always like, yo, where's the creativity? Where's right. the fresh and new? And, it's evident like social media shows you that there are all these like great ideas happening. Where I mean going to, to the internet is that a better route or is television still like the Yeah, a thing
1: So at I all? think Television is definitely so viable. How I look at it is like your work you do online is your resume for television. If that's what you want, right? Okay. Like it's still definitely a medium. It could it could even serve as a marketing tool for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. but your your what you create offline is now your res or online is your resume. So you know if you want to mm-hmm. if you want to be on TV or if you want to write and get work on television, like whatever you got to do more things online. Like it can't just be you go to school mm-hmm. and you know come out with this degree, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yaya said at your event. Mm-hmm. It can't be that. It has to be, like, I have to create things and prove that I can actually do this um, for people to actually then hire you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that um, it's so interesting, um, um, the black woman um, narrative as well, too. Yeah. Oh, too. That's can why we I talk suppose. about that? There's yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stories that um, are not being told within yes. the community. Like, I was even, um, I have an idea. I can't give it out yet, but I have an idea. It's just like, I know my mother's story. She's a Caribbean, you know, um, um, lady. She came over as an immigrant and whatnot. And it's just so many stories of black women having to show strength. Also, you know, when they're when they're weak as well, too, have to overcome that. Um, and, you know, you, you haven't seen too many, like, you know, yeah. they give you, you know, they, I guess it was a run in the nineties yeah. where you got to live in singles and, uh, it was a few joints. And they cut you know, those off like, quick. They cut those off, you know, so really quick. So yeah. You know I mean? um, my question pretty much is why do you think, um... You know, there's been a lack of the content in that space, and also, how do you feel about the re with the Insecure, as yeah. a different series right now?
1: So, two things. To answer the first question, um, I think that, like, when I, I hear people always say, well, this is what the people will like. So, a lot of people don't take risks on their stories because they think, they, they'll try right. to create something based on what they think the people will like. Right. Not knowing that the people don't know what they like until you give it to that's them. That's such a, I hate
2: to, like, you gotta, I'm not even going to go into No, them. it's okay. Like, that's. that's so... Interesting, I think somebody said that I forgot like the the um, the owner of Ford and it was like if I gave the people who who, who a better horse carriage. Right. A better horse carriage. Yeah. For better horses, <laughs> yeah. Do exactly. You believe that you believe yes. that, that people it's really don't a know fact. what they want.
1: And let me give in a beautiful example. Mm-hmm. Reality television. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that they would enjoy reality in this way until Uh, maybe it was Flavor Flav that was like, yo, here you go. And then VH1 saw that this worked and it was cheap to make, and now they just keep doing it. Or until Kris Jenner was like, my family's great. Like, let's document my family. Mm And now, we ha- now we're in 10 years later, right? And so that's like a prime example of like people not knowing what they want until you give it to them. Like Issa Rae took a risk on her storyline, mm-hmm. right? And that's like brilliant. And so, but Ava said a good thing. Like we are not in a reemergence of like content creation for people of color until Lena's story is not the only one. Mm. like until this becomes normal until this becomes as normal as like a million Marvel films a a, a year you know like Mm. this is not normalized this is still every time Ava does something it's still so special it's still so so breakthrough which is yeah and it's so great and we're cheering her on but like at what point is this like normal for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's still crazy that like we don't have more movie theaters. Like let's just show our own stuff. Like we don't need, like we don't need the, uh, like AMC, like where's BMC, whatever, you know? <laughs> Seriously, so like that's 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 my mindset. I hope that answers the question. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: dope. It, is there such a thing as too Nietzsche story?
1: Um, no. Because I when I pitched Blossom, somebody I said this was too niche, and I was like, now I call her small niche every time I talk about her. <laughs> but um, no, no, every like there's so if we're talking about just Black women alone, there's millions of Black women that have lived experiences every day that is like that's a million stories right there, and somebody's gonna be able to relate to that. I do think there's stories that can be over overdone, like yeah. the love story. Girls heartbroken, heartbroken like meets boy saves life like no there's we go through so many other things and then there's so many different relationship compatibilities that we're missing like i think there needs to be like more diverse you know
0: absolutely but I, don't think, I don't
1: think you can get too neat
0: so to piggyback on that what are some narratives that you're um excited to explore in the future mm-hmm.
1: yeah so um definitely like like, what does it look like to actually see these black women who are in tech? Like, what does it look like for a scripted series? Like, we mm-hmm. haven't seen that really yet. Um, you know, what does it look like for, like, int- like for, for um, homosexual relationships to be normalized, right? Like, what does it look like for interracial couples? What does it look like for, you know, people of color who have big families or who are adopting or... Women in sports, like what does it look like to see, mm-hmm. you know, what, what was it, like Mike, but like the girl version mm-hmm. of that. Um, also women entrepreneurs, like I think BT tried, or somebody tried like the Queen series and it was Shark Tank, but like it was black women,
2: like yeah, more of cool. that,
1: but like yeah. for real, for like some investors that are out here investing yeah, yeah, yeah. in black women, you know? Yeah, um, yeah like I'm, I'm really interested, personally I'm interested in business and like entrepreneurship and like mm-hmm. what that looks like mm-hmm. for women of color because um, there's a lot of girls I think that want to be founders especially in college but they're still thinking very small mm-hmm. and I think it's because they just don't see it
2: enough absolutely absolutely what were some um like in in starting to, you had all this past history so you yeah. kind of understood you know um foundation of building a a, a platform you decided to go digital with it instead of like you know trying to pitch to a tv network or whatnot what were some obstacles of creating it because a lot of you see a lot of people starting their own empowerment with their platforms and everything what what was um you know what were some obstacles you came in and and also uh um, what how do you feel what makes your platform different as well too as far as concept.
1: so um we still have a lot of obstacles Um, Definitely, like, raising money, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, we, you know, we need a CTO. So, you know, we're actually, like, hiring a CTO right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, raising money. um, In the beginning, it was, like, showing content creators that, you know, this is something worth putting their content on. I Mm -hmm. mean, I think a lot of them have been taken advantage of. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them, you know, are just, like tired of putting things out and getting no return. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had to really work to build a relationship of trust with our content creators to help them see, you know, like, we, we want to help you and help you achieve your goals. Um, and just in general, like, one of the biggest ones, like, getting white men to believe in it, you know, it just seems like, sometimes it feels like they're the gatekeepers, at least where I live, right? Still... And it's just sad, it's, it's very sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and even just white women, too like maybe they maybe they want to do the same thing but they have way more resources and are just so unwilling to help us because they have a deep desire to do the same thing you know Um, like just create create a space for content creators so Mm -hmm. it's really tough and it can get like really hard you know but working through
0: it in in terms of communication with like um you know other communities what what are some things that have been helpful in, in in, um, you know, articulating your your vision.
1: Yeah. So, um, really, just telling the story of why. Right. I think that helps when you tell people why you're doing this. I think that helps them give you some example of like, okay, this is she's been able to do this, right? Like, I worked my way to this point. It, it didn't just come out of nowhere as an idea to make money. That came out of. A desire to see something different mm-hmm. and I think that that helps you know our, the community understand better and I think a lot of times people actually just hear us talk or just see us like see us keep going no matter what you know they don't know how hard it is behind the scenes but we're just always showing <coughs> that we're, we're gonna keep going and I think that helps too right
0: what, what was it like to like win over a doubter
1: Oh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> have we ever, like, won over it? I don't know, because there's still a lot of people that doubt and, like, st- and, and know that we have no PR person to give us the press that we've gotten. Like, mm, wow. but still will doubt. Y'all been doing good wow. Th- thank wow. you. Yeah, no PR. Like, no person. Yeah, yeah. Self-funded. And wow. there are still people that have seen from the beginning to now that are, like, hmm. I don't know if they can do it. It's just like, you know, we don't worry about them anymore, which is great, but it's still just like crazy. Like, I don't, I don't know if we went over a doubter, but. Gotcha. You definitely have. Um, <laughs> Thank it's, you.
2: This even take it back a little bit because yeah. obviously it takes a. Like, um, I was telling my friend the other day, and I was telling my people, like, it's, first of all, it's hard being a creative life. It's hard building Gosh. something out enough from yeah. scratch. Yes. And like that shit can be stressful. Hello. It can be it takes a lot of confidence to put yourself yes, up. There, yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Like, that's a real, you know, that's a mental thing. Yes, like, yes, you gotta yes. be, you know, you just you Makes have to do Make you be anxious,
1: yourself. like um, it's it's scary. To put it
2: all on the line. Yeah. You know I mean?
1: every, and then you have to do it every day. Exactly. Every single day.
2: Exactly. So it's definitely um extremely tough. Um, what are some even go back in your background, what are some things of how you grew up or some yeah. people in your life that really just had that influence? To make you the person. Yeah. So I will talk about my grandma. Like my grandma. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma was
1: an entrepreneur and oh, so her life was normal like the way she lived was normal for me. Like my grandma like had had me at art camps and you know we were we were going around. We were going different places. I flew to Vegas to see her cuz she lived in Vegas. Like my black grandmother lived What's in late? Vegas. Right? <laughs> like she had she had high rise apartments like oh, she had she owned her own auto shop. Like she was very oh, late. Was yeah, yeah, like yeah yeah And she went to art camp with me. Like she she was great and it's crazy. So then when I started to hear about other people's grandmas, I realized how different my grandma was. Like, you know, and and then when I started to learn black history, I realized like, wow, I was very fortunate to have the grandmother that I did in terms like financially because she just we lived a different life and wow. I got to see a lot of things. I learned a lot of things. Like, she had me making headboards and I was just very entrepreneurial, very creative because of her. And I think that, um, like, just seeing her and seeing my uncle just kind of do things and create these lives for themselves really helped me. Not to mention, I was the only child and I moved around a lot, mm-hmm. so I think that helped me be able to connect with different people easily, because I was a quiet child, but once I moved around, like, mm-hmm. it's just easier for me to, to make connections with people, and I think that's what helps me right now, um, like, spread the word about Blossom.
2: Absolutely. That's super dope. Um, Also on the media side of who you looked up to, I know it was Oprah as well too. Yeah, that's the girl. That's the number one. That's the girl. That's the girl. That's the girl. (laughs) Yes. I definitely feel you. Um, What things like? What are like certain things that you've identified about her that you decide to like adopt for your own platform for you becoming the person you are.
1: I just love her conversations about spirituality, like on the way here, yeah, like on the way here, I was listening to our podcast with Glennon Doyle, and it just talks about the truth, like just basic truths, and how Glennon feels like our truths are like, like what what everybody is meant to share, we're all meant to share the truth period point blank and that spoke to me like man like what 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 is the truth that i'm not sharing right now Mm. and like how can i share more of the truth because i think like oprah sharing her truths is what gives us all courage right and i think that that's that's like what's missing from our space as millennials is like somebody that's like dedicated to that and i just want to be that like i want to just like Tell the truth and have spiritual conversations, you know, with with um, with our peers in the same way she does. Like that's my favorite thing about her, Absolutely. and that she's able to cross mediums, like mm-hmm. 60 so minutes. Yeah, like
2: still stay herself. Why do you, She has a
1: farm. She has her own food line. She has her own magazine, like for years. Mm-hmm. and Network. She's on 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. She has books. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, let me ask you a question on that.
2: Oprah is definitely, you know. Black. Yeah. 100% black. Black as well. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yes. But she's also able to appeal to a whole diverse audience. Not many people are able to do that. I agree. Sometimes we get stuck in a box and sometimes with black media content or whatnot. Yeah. She's able to be diverse, multicultural, speak to, you know, everybody. Yeah. What do you think is like, you know, um, well, just one of the things that make her content be able to do that, like what yeah. what is that?
1: Well, I think um, it's just it started out number one being on news that like a news station that was diverse, okay. and then uh, having her talk show that spoke to a diversity of people. Um, You know, she always talks about this one show that she had, like where she had, um, you know, like there was actual white racists on the show, you know, but then she can talk to Will Smith and then she can talk to Tom Cruise, but then she can talk to this family, this white family that has had major heartbreak. Mm And you just kind of see that all her stories, like, vary, and I mm-hmm. think that that's, like, one of the reasons. But I don't know why. Everybody just really fans of her, um, right? She's I, just
2: great. Absolutely. I think she proves ultimately, like, fundamentally, and I think Hope says this a lot, fundamentally, we're all the same. Yeah. So we all have the same amen, we, amen. Know, we all want, you know, to have a happy life, take care of our kids, families. You know, I really believe that, too. I she, really believe and she that. She speaks to the, the core of that. Yeah. And is there, um, um, is there five, uh, I well, father Is there any big piece of advice you could give um, a young lady or a young man that wants yeah. to get into the space or create platforms? You know? Yeah,
1: um, I think it's so simple, like really just doing it, because there's like we, we just get so afraid, and there's a lot of things that I'm still afraid to do, and I want to like not be afraid to do them, mm-hmm. and I think that. That's the only, That's the thing that stops us. That and like thinking that we need all these things to get it done. And I was just reading R- rework, and the book was talking about how you know like sometimes good is just enough. Like just put it out there. You 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 have later to make it great. So mm. l- you know just put like, it what's out there. Just is to- to starting. Yeah, like that's the hardest part half the time. So yes. if we just start, then you you have time to make it great. And that's really like that's blossom is real evidence of that.
0: You know, and um, to piggyback off Child's point about diversity, um, you know, women are not monolith. Yeah. You know, there's so many different. I mean, there's different cultures, and then within the cultures, everybody has different parents. What yes, have you. yes, yes, How is it curating um, content to speak to so many different people? Like, yeah. that's got to be a really like what what rubric do you use to? I mean, there's good and bad, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how how do you kind of specify those those uh, conversation
1: right so right now we have like eight main like feelings like it's we start with the feelings and then we'll expand those feelings so right now it's you know I feel like laughing um, I'm inspired by my dreams and desires um, I want to stay woke. Right, like we go by the moods and feelings of our of our audience, and then we can break it down as we learn more about them. Continue to break it down, but then we we also separate them though by like categories, so short films, web series, talk talk shows, um, politics, you know, just so that they can you know really determine for themselves like out of this, what is it that I'm feeling close to. And over time, the goal is, you know, to be able to, you know, use artificial intelligence to like really create more byproducts of what we already
0: have. Okay. In terms of mail, that's all right. So now I have two questions. (laughs) So you just mentioned artificial intelligence. Um, What what are some uh, programs that you've been using or applications that have helped you along this process?
1: So um, or did you have to build in design some new stuff? well my cto like that's that's their job right like which is why we're working on them i mean my coo she works with our developer and they do all of that all of that developing mm-hmm. work but i have had to learn you know what it's like to product develop like what does it look like to manage the you know manage this this development process um, for me personally, like I'm more on the creative side, so you know, using basics like Canva to design yeah. things, using yeah. Mailchimp, like I really uh, enjoy uh, our newsletter. China. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you, if you create your images, man, those are good. Like those are really good. Thank you. Yeah, those are so, good. Some of them. Are. <laughs> yeah. But Canva, no Can, I just use like those Canva, yeah. um, you know, uh, Photoshop, simple Mailchimp, you know, the basics.
0: Cool. And then my second question was, which is completely polar opposite I just wanted to test this out yeah. so soap operas right yeah these these things have been around for like 30 40 years like yeah. what is what are some of the um, the parts of that secret sauce that you feel could be applicable to you know some of the new uh, generations of, of um, cur- creators coming up
1: so um, I'm thinking about this in real time because I've never thought about it um, I'm thinking about this maybe it's I mean I think we have like I think we have a desire deep desire all of us as humans to be just engaged in someone else's world really getting Mm -hmm. lost in someone else's world and I think that soap operas is no different from like A Boy Meets World or a Martin or a Living Single really Mm -hmm. it's not they just I don't know like they just got they're just blessed because days
2: of our lives are still like yeah I
1: have no idea (laughs) I have no idea why like I literally don't but I think it's just, like, it's dramatic because also there's Tyler Perry show, Have and Have Nots, and it's mm. just as dramatic, and it's very, it's been going on for a while. I don't know.
2: Maybe it's the drama. Yeah, maybe it's a generation. Maybe, like, you end watching it with, like, your auntie. Yeah, because like I watched it with friends. my grandma, and yeah. I was like, Ew. Right. But so,
1: I even watched yeah. Telenovelas when I was in middle school. Like, and I think, but I think that's interesting, too, because, like, those are soap operas, and they've been on for a long time, too. I don't know.
2: That's a good question, though. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my last question is, which I would um just want to hear what you... how Where do you see Blossom going yeah. in the next five years? Like, what's your ideal version of, like, you know, not the end game, but like, you know, when the, the dream is realized? Yeah,
1: I just, I wanted to be someone's everyday go-to like the same way you're like oh i gotta go to netflix like i'm watching netflix i'm i'm on forbes or whatever like i gotta go to blossom i just want people to be able to connect through their through this like Beautiful digital platform for women. Like, men can come too and watch it as well, but like... That's
2: how you learn about women. Yeah,
1: I mean, really, right? Like, we're giving you
2: the juice. Yo, there's
0: so so much... Look at that.
1: So you need to to thank Issa Rae, right? But, no, like, I really just imagine this beautiful experience and to give give everyone something to compare it to, obviously, is Netflix. One day, we will not have to compare ourselves to Netflix. We will just be a thing. We will just be like someone's everyday go-to top-of-mind thing like that's that's just what I imagine Amazing. yeah and hopefully like in a lot of countries like Africa and I mean like Africa as a continent the countries within and just I just want to be everywhere everywhere everywhere.
0: beautiful, super fire we asked all our guests this on um, driven minds uh, what drives you
1: I love that question um, it's really just the lifestyle that I want for myself Like I don't want to have to be this anxious every day like I I want to just like live very like Mm. peacefully and like on a farm and like far out away from all the stuff that keeps us so like connected to our phone Mm. and it feels like creating a lifestyle for yourself is like you know creating a business and making Mm. money from it so I, I, that's that's like part of that, and but then also there's a lot of there's millions of women who um, don't know that Blossom is gonna be like that same opportunity for them. So mm. it's really just like lifestyle thing. Wait, fine. that sounds really selfish. No, no. no that, I mean okay, <laughs> because like <laughs> I a care about mindset. my content creators a lot. I, want yeah, them. I, hear you. I love I love I love them. I love yeah. my team, too, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. there's,
2: there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's, well, that's honest, you know what I'm saying? And um, what that then does is just inspire people to want the same for themselves. Yeah, that's good. See, just
1: that quickly, I felt guilty about wanting something for myself. <laughs> See, yeah. But that's I, the I thing.
2: people who empower people who run communities or run platforms. You know, we feel like once we're not thinking about ourselves, we feel like it's just yes, selfishness, yes, and that's you know, something I'm working exactly. on. But the thing about the more you're good, yeah. the more everybody else. No, no, that's true. That's true. When you take care of yourself, your lifestyle poppin'. Yeah, you know, that's true. Absolutely.
1: Thank you. I like that. I appreciate that. Thank
2: y'all.
0: Where can we find you on the socials?
1: At Watch Blossom and at The Real Diamond with the Ethan.
2: Y'all, y'all watch out for Diamond. Um Check out Blossom. Know, check out Blossom. Check out Blossom. <laughs> you know, she's empowering All the amazing uh content creators out there. Um yeah, thanks for thanks for um,
1: thank y'all for coming on. Thank y'all,
0: thank Definitely. y'all. <laughs> as we always say at
2: this time. <laughs> Stay driven, y'all. Stay driven.